Hey there, sweet sister. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I'm so glad you're here. So for those of you who have been following for a little while, I certainly hope that you are already a member of our Facebook group. It's a private group called Free and Favored. And if you are new to the podcast, then I want you to go ahead and pause what you're doing right now and hop on over there. We have lots of fun up in there. We've got Transformation Tuesday posts. I do challenges in there. There are sometimes giveaways. Holla at your girl and lots of fun things that happen there. So pause what you're doing right now and then come back and hit play. Grab your notebook and get ready for some fun. Hey, sweet sister. Welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutaining stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you, so let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey, sister friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. All right, let's see where my sister friends are at. Give me a whoop whoop on the other end of this. I won't hear you, unfortunately. But if you are also a diet soda drinker, man alive, that is the one, I guess, fix, vice that I'm trying to kick. It's gotten much better over the years. When I was a teacher, we would have our team meetings and I was the Diet Coke queen. I would show up every week with two 12-pack, I guess they're cases, of Diet Coke. And I would put them in the refrigerator. One was exclusively for our team meetings. And then the other one was for me to drink every afternoon. And I would have those diet sodas after lunchtime, you know, when the students were all out doing their PE or whatever it was. And then we would have them during our team meetings because after I began my weight loss journey, now notice I'm saying here, weight loss, not health journey, because obviously a diet Coke is not really part of that overall health regimen. Okay. But my weight loss journey, I was wanting to have something to curb my afternoon craving where I would want to go for the mini Snickers or the one, you know, whatever I had my little candy jar, my little treat jar for the students. And it wasn't always food, y'all. And in fact, if you are a teacher, I would discourage you from giving away food. Maybe have little erasers or that's a whole other thing. However, I would use the soda to curb my afternoon craving. And that fizziness and that, you know, effervescence, if you will, that that would fill me up. Fill me up. Now, I will tell you, it was a false filler. Mm-hmm. Because that carbonation, it didn't actually fill me up. It just made me feel full. But you know what else happened? Is that aspartame and all the other fake sweeteners that they put in there, they actually triggered my brain to want more sweets. Okay. You would think that with all this information, I would completely be off of diet soda right now. I definitely only have a few a week right now, but I still have them. But y'all, that is such a powerful metaphor in our lives. We fill up on false things. We get full of things that are false fillers. We oftentimes will click through and we'll see our Facebook feed or we'll oftentimes get, you know, a compliment from someone and we use that to fill up. We get those quick fixes from our shopping experiences on the weekend or from, you know, perhaps maybe having a glass of wine with friends. Now, there is a time and a place for all of that, but when it becomes the kind of go-to and when it becomes that substitute, if you will, that sugar substitute, metaphorically speaking, if you're allowing that to be what you're feeding on, 
and it's filling you up instead of God and God's goodness and all the fruit of the spirit, then guess what? Houston, we got a problem. So currently I am leading our group, Freedom and Truth, Fit for Life. And we just completed a section called Full of Ourselves. And one of the questions I ask is like, what do you think of when you think of that expression? So I ask you the same question is, what do you think of? Is it positive or negative? Can you think of somebody who might indeed be full of ourselves? Full of themselves, I guess I could say. So we oftentimes, at least in my experience, being full of yourself is prideful or arrogant, right? This haughty spirit, which we know is not what we are called to have. It tells us in Proverbs. However, sister friend, if you are, and if you know, and if you believe that you are full of the goodness of God, if you believe that you are full of the spirit of God, if you believe that you have been made in God's image and that you have the inheritance of Christ, it's okay to be full of yourself. Now, if you let greed and selfishness and covetousness and adultery and all the other negative things, right, that are mentioned in the first part of Galatians 5.16, if you let those things fill you up, then there's not going to be a lot of room, sister friend, for the good things to fill you up. So if you're allowing your pain, maybe your, you know, your past of abuse, or perhaps you had relationship trauma, or perhaps there's an abortion or a bankruptcy in your past, Maybe that you have anger or maybe there's, you know, from a divorce or from a betrayal of a friendship or a family member, or maybe there's resentment over a sibling rivalry, or maybe that somebody had some special talents that on your team and they were chosen for promotion. Maybe you have hurt, you know, from unkind words or maybe something that has been said or done to you over the years. Perhaps you have doubt and the pain that fills you that you don't even know if God is going to come through the way that he says he's going to come through. And oftentimes we think, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. Now we know, sister friend, that that is not how God operates. In fact, it's one of the paradoxes of the Bible. God says, okay, you believe it and then you will see it. And so as we think about being filled up in these false fillers, you know, and having that fizziness and that carbonation that gives us the feeling of being full, I want us to explore what it means to be full of faith. And just like it tells us in Galatians 5.22, faithfulness is one of the fruits of the spirit. And I just said fruits. One of the fruit of the spirit, pardon me. So to be faithful means that you're full of faith. And I always hate when they do that. When you look that up in a dictionary definition, I'm like, well, that does not help me if I do not know what faith means, (laughs) right? So of course we know that faith is seeing things, perhaps that we don't even see in the natural most likely the things that we don't see in the natural. They can only be seen or experienced through a supernatural power. And so it is trusting in the facts. It's trusting in a belief system. It's having this loyalty. And when you're faithful, that you are loyal to someone. You put yourself out of your way. You go out of your way to remain that loyal person, being truthful and honest, full of integrity. We know, of course, it tells us in, in Hebrews 11, 1, faith is confidence of what we hope for, but the assurance of the things that we do not see, it's believing that something is going to be there. And so as we unpack what it means to be full, faithful and full of faith and not letting your doubts and your worries and your unbelief take over, I want you to take a few quick notes here. Because we need to be faithful, not only to God, but faithful to our dreams, faithful to our belief that God is who he says he is. He will do what he says he will do. And we need to get filled up on that. 
So as you seek to get healthier, you need to commit to being faithful to your goals, your dreams. As you seek to be faithful in your friendships, you need to get full of what God says about you, right? That you are trustworthy, that you are a woman of dignity, you are a woman of integrity. Dive into Proverbs 31, sister friend. That will tell you a lot of the attributes. So I want you to take a few notes here really quickly because I'm going to give you a super quick acronym. And this entire episode is called Filled to Full because we want to fill up and become so full, not only of faith, but we are just overflowing with all the fruit of the Spirit that we overflow into other areas of life, of our lives, that our relationships are forever changed by the fullness that we have, by not only the faithfulness we have towards God, but the fullness of the joy, the peace, the kindness, the love, the mercy, the grace, the compassion, the self-control, all of the ways in which God continues to bless us and fill us up. So to be filled to full, the first thing you need to start with is F, focus on the Father. There's a little alliteration for you there. So we are going to spell out the acronym FILLED. We are filled to full. So you focus on the Father. You trust Him. You declare His goodness. You declare His faithfulness. You recall the times where He has shown up. You get filled up with who He is, who He says He is. Remember, He is the Alpha, the Omega. He knows from the beginning to the end. Lord, I trust You. I'm focusing on You. I know that right now my life might not seem full right? It might seem less than, it might seem like I'm lacking in something, but I'm focusing on you, Lord, that your goodness, your mercy, your kindness, your faithfulness, you will be the one thing that's remaining. So the first thing is focus on your father. The second thing in order to be, in order to go from filled to full is you're going to fill up and you're going to identify the emotions that you are feeling when you are not feeling full. So what am I experiencing right now? Where am I feeling less than? Why do I feel really crummy or depressed or sad or lonely? Lord, I have to identify that. You cannot change every single thing, but you cannot change anything if you don't know what it is you're, you're trying to identify. So you must know what it is. Okay, Lord, I'm going to fix my focus on you. And then I'm going to identify what is it that I'm feeling right here? Hmm. So often we fill up, we get that fizziness and we try to fill up on those fake substitute, those false fillers. So the second, excuse me, the third one, is L. We need to then let go of lies in order to fill up, to full, to overflow. We need to let go of any lies. Oftentimes we will say, I have to have that. I have to have that chocolate before I go to bed. Or I have to have a glass of wine every day when my kids get home from school. Or before I go to bed, you know, I have to be able to have it to sleep, which actually it is shown physiologically that it's actually not the best thing for you. You don't want to have it before you go to bed. Um, or maybe you say, oh, you know, one piece won't hurt. Or one extra piece won't hurt, okay? Oh, that's not going to make a difference if I do that one more workout. We need to let go of those lies. So that goes back to the letter I. Identify what is the emotion. And then, of course, what is the lie that I believe about that, that I'm giving myself permission to then act on? Next is L. Mm, learn a new way. You may have heard me talk before that you cannot just take out a light bulb and try to fix the filament. You have to replace that light bulb. So as I mentioned a few seconds ago, if you know that every day before you go to bed, you're having that glass of wine, what are you going to replace it with? Or if you say, I'm just not a morning person, but you know that is the only time in the day that you can actually get your workout in, you have to learn a new way, sister friend. Or if you know that you cannot go to Costco without coming out with $500 worth of stuff that you really don't need, you need to stop, you know, you need to give yourself a limit. Okay, I've only got $200 to spend. Maybe you start using cash. 
All right, you've got to learn a new way. If you are trying to meet your goals, if you're trying to get healthier and stronger, more confident using God's word, you need to establish some goals and have some real true boundaries up in there. The letter E, and I'm going to go over all these again, but I hope you're taking notes. Letter E is exercise your new ways daily. All right, so once you've learned the new way, okay, you're going to do it. You're going to do it every day because repetition and repeating something is going to be what you need to sustain it long term, to create the discipline, to create the habit, which will then create the lifestyle. So if every single week right now you're going to Target, you know, on Saturday mornings after your gym workout and you're spending an extra hundred bucks, you're going to have to go ahead and turn the corner. You're not going to make the left at the Target light. You're going to go right and head home. Or maybe you're going to go ahead and serve. You're going to do something differently. You have to learn the new way. And then you have to, of course, exercise that new way daily. So if you say, I'm going to work out every single day, or I'm going to drink the water every single day for my health goals, you need to commit to doing it daily. It's not a one and done, y'all. All right. And then finally, lastly, is declare your new ways. You have to make sure that you are speaking it. Remember, Jesus told the disciples, speak to the mountain and it will move. Think about what he did with the wind, right? When they were on the Sea of Galilee and he was taking a nap downstairs, downstairs, down below (laughs) on the boat. He comes up and he spoke to those waves. So right now you're going to declare that I am drinking water. That that water is filling up my body. It is nourishing my body. It is providing nutrients in my body. And I'm going to drink eight ounces of water the first thing that I get up every morning. I'm going to drink eight ounces of water every two hours. I'm going to, you have to start declaring it, speaking it talking to your new ways in conjunction with God's power. Lord, I know that you have the strength. I can't do this on my own, but you do. And so through you, Lord, and through your power, I can, because it tells me in Philippians 4.13 that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So you need to speak it, tell the promise, right? Speak the promise, declare it out loud and make it come to pass. All right. So in order to get filled to full, filled, F-I-L-L-E-D, filled, F. Focus on the father. I identify the emotion, identify the behavior, identify the pattern, identify what it is you're currently getting filled up and what it is you're seeking to fill up on. And then L, the first L is let go of any lies that might be related to what you've just identified. Are you making excuses? Are you limiting yourself from moving forward? The next L is learn a new way. You have to replace the old ways, the lies And then you E, you exercise a day, you put it into practice, pardon me, each and every day. And then D, you declare it, you put it out there. Maybe you write in a journal, maybe you tell it to a friend, a coworker, a colleague, somebody, and you declare it and you speak the promise into existence. All right, sister friends, I pray that this helps you. I pray that you are filled to full and to overflow, that not only do you have the faithfulness and you're trusting and relying upon the faithfulness of our God, but that you are filled up to overflow so that it will then permeate every area where you go, your workplace, your home, your church community, your regular community, you know, your neighborhood, all the people that you interact with each and every day, that they will then receive your fullness, your overflow, and then it will fill them up too. All right, sister friends. And if this blessed you as always, share it with someone, send me a little message, DM me, let me know, you know, what you learned, what you, you know, gathered some insight from, what you gleaned from this. And then always, you know, lastly, we've got our wait list going for the next session of Fit for Life, Freedom and Truth. So we've kind of unpacked this in a very, very, very surface level today. We unpack that full of ourselves at a much deeper level 
with trainings and a guidebook and group sessions and stuff. So email me, Franny at Shine with Franny, and just say, I would like to join the wait list for Fit for Life, the next session. And I'll get you on that list. All right, sister friend, until next time, be blessed and keep on shining.